Welcome to the Wise Woman Collective. My name is Elizabeth Angry. I am the host and the creator of the Wise Woman Collective podcast. The Wise Woman Collective is a space created to inspire and serve the elevated women of this era, to live a life anchored in Christ and freely being the woman God has created them to be. Thank you for joining. I cannot wait for us to get into this next episode. Let's get it. Welcome to the Wise Woman Collective Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Entry, and I am back with a new episode. Super excited to get into this episode. I hope you're having an amazing Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast episode, Perfect. God is so good. He is so faithful. And I believe that indeed he is perfecting everything concerning you. And I'm happy that you've joined me and you are listening to this episode. We're going to get straight into it. But before Before I do that, I just wanted to invite you to my email list. Yes, the Wise Woman Collective has an email list. And all I need is your name, your email address, and your location. I really want to connect with you all beyond the podcast because I've met a few of you and you all are so amazing. to say that. And I would love to connect with you in a personal way. And for now, email seems like the most available way right now for me to be able to connect with you deeply and to also notify you of anything that the Wise Women Collective has going on. There's so much that is in store for the Wise Women Collective, let me tell you. And I don't want you to not know about it. Okay, so please, when you can, during the course of listening to this, just click the link in the show notes and it will give you the area where you can go ahead and fill out your email address so that we can connect. Okay, I will be sending out newsletters where I'll be sharing whatever's on my heart or my mind in the moment and just some things that I like to share. I always like sharing. I'm into skincare. I'm into all kinds of things, music, maybe a show and books. I'm a mother of four. So things are motherhood and all kinds of things. And so I really want to connect with you in that way, along with different experiences that we want to have in the Wise Woman Collective brand. And so I want you to be a part of it. So please sign up. Also, you'll see that I have a calendar. I know that some of you like to reach out to me and speak to me about certain situations. And I love connecting with you all. I do have a calendar link below. You can sign up for a day and time and we can connect. And so when you get a chance you can look at that. But before we get started, how are you doing? I hope you're having an amazing week. I'm having an amazing week. You may not know, but my husband and I have a ministry. We just completed our marriage series and we do it every year and it's a highly anticipated series. And I have to say this year was remarkable. And so I'm really sitting in the joy of that and God's faithfulness and just extremely grateful. Even though we're the ones leading it, it has been a blessing to us and it's been a blessing to so many people. And so I will today put the link to our website below so that you can just kind of see a little bit about what we had going on, but have just been enjoying the series and the topics and God has been faithful. So I've been chilling (laughs) since then. And I wanted to go ahead and get this episode out to you because I think it's important. I really think it's important for everyone, but in particular for women who are single and women who are married or women who are seeking to be married. 
But even beyond that, just living life and living your purpose and doing the thing that God has called you to do, starting that business, even with the group of friends that you keep around your environment, I think it's important to know how to make quality decisions. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Making quality decisions are important. Where we are today, whether we like where we are or we don't like where we are, is based on the decisions that we made yesterday. And the quality of the decisions that you've made in your past impact the quality of your future and where you are today. And so today we're going to navigate this thing of making better decisions. It's something that I struggled with as a young woman. You know, you're trying to figure yourself out, but... I learned the importance of making quality decisions very early on. You know, they say after taking the Lord as your personal savior, the next most important decision is who you marry. And I believe that is an important decision to make. I actually think that before that decision, the real question you should ask after you take the Lord as your personal savior is the narrative about God that you're believing. But that's a whole different podcast episode. So I'm not going to even go there. (laughs) But the point of it is in life, you make a lot of big decisions that impact you and impact your future. And it's really hard when you have big decisions or you have a new direction and you need to pivot or you have people around you and you don't know how to navigate the next phase of life with them or without them. These are big decisions. Raising your children, how you choose to raise them big decisions. We have decisions around us every single day and the quality of our life is based on the quality of our decisions. I could probably do a whole series just on how to make better decisions. I really can because it was a hard thing for me. I personally, when it comes to decision-making, I used to be really confused, okay, and very uncertain, especially when it came to, and I shared with this with you in my previous series, I mean, episode alignment, where I just shared, I got to a point where I was tired of making my own decisions and I had to just recruit the Lord and say, Lord, okay, you just take over. Because at this point, if I keep going the way I'm going, I don't know where I'm going to be, but I'm going to tell you that's one of the best decisions that I ever made was to allow God to be the one to lead me in all my decisions, meaning that my standard in life changed from being what I wanted, what other people wanted to what did God say? And if you're anyone who has spoken to me, you know, that's the first thing I ask you. What has God said? Because the truth about it is to make quality decisions and to have a quality outcome, you really need to know what God says. But unfortunately, many of us just take decision making as I'll just do what's best for now. We don't recognize that our decisions affect our destiny. Our decisions affect our destiny. And so making decisions to be something that you are intentional about, that you are focused about, right? I remember when it came to decision making, I would use my emotions and the emotions are fickle, right? So one day I'll be happy about the decision. The next day I'm like, you know what? I think I made one of the worst decisions I could make. Or I would do what made sense. Sometimes a situation just made sense, But then I had to ask my question, is it God, right? Because it's not everything that makes sense. It doesn't mean that it's right, right? And then in other cases, I found that I would just give the responsibility of the decision to somebody else. And what you find in that is that 
you end up living out other people's thoughts or other people's ideas of you and not necessarily the authentic desires of your heart or the authentic alignment that God has for you. And so making decisions is important. And I've seen the other side of it. I didn't lean towards this way, but I see it around and I see it a lot now where people don't even want to get advice or get counsel. They just want to go in. They can see it's a burning car. They want to get in and just hope that they can learn from their experiences. And that is not a wise way to live. Scripture even speaks about that. Proverbs 1, 7 says, a fool despises rebuke and correction. Scripture says in Proverbs that before you wage a war, you need to seek advice from counsel. And so getting wise counsel is important. But what's even more important is being able to have the conviction, which is the word that we're going to speak about today, is having conviction, which is an inner knowing, a strong and deep inner knowing of what you should be doing. And conviction is an old school word now, but that's a word that we used to use back in the day that has the Holy Spirit convicted you. And usually we talk about sin, like bad things, you're doing this bad. But conviction is really having a strong belief belief, a strong knowing, a revelational knowledge of a thing. And it's important, especially now, to be someone who moves with conviction, who moves with a knowing, this is what God wants me to do. This is where God wants me to go. This is how God wants me to handle a situation and being in tune with that. Years before, I knew (laughs) I needed help. And I was raised during that time when it came to just getting close to God and being a student of the word of God, that the word of God was the will of God, that everything that I needed to know on how to do things next was in the scripture. And sometimes it was not in the specific scriptures of the word, but it was like the voice of God, which is giving this revelation knowledge about a thing. And the thing about me at this point, after doing this for so many years, That when God gives me a word about a thing, it doesn't matter who you are. My yes will always be yes and my no will be no. And I've had to make a lot of hard decisions, but I've been only able to do those boldly and confidently knowing that the presence of God, the grace of God, the divine protection of God is upon me and upon that decision because I'm walking in conviction, a deep knowing of the word, a deep belief a revelation knowledge of what God is saying for me to do. And I'm willing to do it despite what it looks like to other people. And nowadays, that's really how we need to move. With a lot of people saying a lot of things, you can have one person believe a certain way and then you got this person going against it in this direction. And the question really isn't who is right. The question is, what did God say? And what we don't want to do is to be asked that question and say, I don't know, because that is where confusion and uncertainty begins to have its way and takes us on paths that leads to suffering. And so today, I just want to share with you a scripture that I have kept with me for years. And no matter what season that I'm in, no matter what's in front of me, be it my singlehood journey, marital journey with my children, even doing this podcast, when it comes to destiny, when it comes to purpose, when it comes to ministry, when it comes to business, it doesn't matter where you are. You have to ask this question to yourself. What did God say? And if you don't have a clear answer on that, If you don't have a certainty on that, I would suggest that you really get into your word and get a word from God. 
because there's so much power in our life and divine protection and divine blessings when we are obedient to the word of God and we move with conviction. When we move with conviction, the yes is yes and the no is no. And I remember coming across a scripture here that I'm going to share with you. And it doesn't matter what the situation is, right? It applies to anything. In my situation, this scripture I saw during a time of singlehood, And it made me realize that I couldn't just go into this as like a regular relationship. Like I wanted God in the middle of this marriage. I needed God to lead me because I knew that there were patterns that I did not want to see in my marriage. There were patterns in my motherhood that I did not want to see. There were patterns in my destiny that I did not want to exist, right? And so it got to a point where this became my norm. God, what do you say? Early on in my journey of getting close to God, one of the Bible teachers that I used to listen to, and I still listen to now, he was very clear because I would always hear the word, what is the will of God? Like, what is that? And it became this idea that was so far out of reach. And really what it is, is God's plan. It's really living in alignment with God and allowing the word of God to be your standard. And that's what I had to do. I had to make sure that my decision was not based on what I feel, what anybody else felt or the expectations of other people. My expectations was based on what does the word of God say? And that is how in life when I've had hard decisions and I'm saying really hard decisions, the first thing is, God, what do you say? And the word of God is where you really see the will of God because he will never contradict himself. God would not tell you that you should go during a certain path that contradicts who he is. And you won't know who he is until you know his word. And you won't be able to walk in his word if you don't value the word and spend time in the word. And so the question will always be, what did God say? And you can only get that through God's word because that is his will. And sometimes it's just taking the scriptures and just asking God, Lord, help me to understand what you want me to do. And sometimes it's not even the scripture. There's a way that God knows how to speak to you so that you can be confident that it's him. And there is a way that God needs to speak to you so that you do not fall prey to the antics of the evil one. Because nowadays people are presenting as godly, but they're not. And what's even worse is we're living in a world where we can make things look like an answered prayer, honey. We have perfected excellence. And so right now, the distinguishing factor is endurance. And I'm going to show you where in Matthew 7, 24 through 27, it says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. And that is what your life needs to be. It needs to be like that house that has been built on the rock so that it doesn't matter what happens. You will not fall. Your marriage will not fall. Those children will not fall. That business will not fall because its foundation is on the rock And the rock is the word of God. It is God. And when you have a house built on the rock, you move with confidence and boldness because you know that in the rain, in the streams, in the winds, that God's sovereign hand, his mighty hand is covering you. And so even if everyone is taking a path and God is leading you in another direction, you know you have the divine protection of God. And you don't have to guess if this is really his will. It doesn't matter what season of your life you're in. It doesn't, it pertains to everything. 
even the friends and the people you keep around you, God, are these the people you want me to be around? God, what do you say? Is this business that you have me doing? What do you say? What do I do? This marriage that I'm going into, is this you? Because especially with marriage, marriage can look good online, but is it God? Is this the will of God for my life? What does God say? And if what God says doesn't align with what everybody else says, then it's what God says. Your singlehood journey, you need a word so that when everything is coming at you, when everything wants you to give up, when everything wants you to compromise, when everything wants you to be frustrated, you can say that my foundation, my life is built on this rock. And I don't care what comes at me, I am not going to fall because my foundation is the rock. It doesn't matter what situation you are going through today. What I want to encourage you to do is to move with conviction because the opposite of conviction is compromise. Compromise is when you know that you are just settling, that you know you don't have all the peace, but you're just taking it as it is. When you know there's probably something more, but you're just accepting less. When you know there's something higher and better, but you feel comfortable in this place, that's called compromise. But God is calling us into destiny. And it's important to be able to move with destiny. You got to move with conviction. And conviction is what helps you to not follow everyone. It's conviction that gets rid of comparison. It is conviction that doesn't allow you to be negative because it's this knowing, there's this confidence, it's this certainty that God is with me. Who can stand against me? That God has gone ahead of me. Who can stand against me? Because conviction comes with a reward. Conviction comes with a reward. Conviction allows you to do the things that are hard. The things that are hard for you to do in your normal, when you are convicted, you can do it. But that only happens when you have a word from God. And so today, I just want to encourage you to get to a place where you're very quiet. And when it comes to your decisions, it doesn't matter what it is. Even when you go out, God, is this what you want me to do? Because the times are scary. God, do you want the kids to go to this school? Lord, what do you say about me moving to this location? Because we're in times where the differentiator between what is real and what is fake, because nowadays everybody is just presenting in a way that it makes it look like it's God, but it's not. But it's those things that are able to sustain the things of life, that can sustain the storms and the winds. That is what distinguishes that it's God. Not what looks pretty. It doesn't look what looks aesthetically pleasing. No, is this God? And so today I just want to encourage you, wherever you are, God, what do you want me to do? You know, if you meet a guy, he seems pretty cool, but you know, he doesn't meet all the boxes. God, that's my box. But what do you say? And whatever God says, you move with conviction. You move with boldness. You move with confidence. You allow what God says to outweigh what anyone else says and what anyone else thinks. Because there's destiny that's at stake. There are blessings at stake. There's elevation and prosperity and abundance at stake. And we only get to experience that when we walk in conviction. We lose that when we decide to walk in compromise. So today I'm going to ask you that decision that you need to make or the next decision you need to make. Are you moving with conviction or are you moving in compromise? And if you're moving in compromise because you're not ready or you don't feel that you have the conviction or you're not in a space to get conviction or you're not very confident about really moving in the direction of conviction, my question is, what is at stake? What is at stake? 
What are you choosing to miss out on for compromise? All right. I'm going to end now. (laughs) I love you. Sis, we're going to make good decisions, bro. We're going to make good decisions. We're going to make quality decisions. Be reminded today that are you making a quality decision? Are you moving with conviction? Can you move with your yes being yes and your no being no? Can you move allowing the word of God to outweigh even the prophet that you believe so much? Because we're coming to a time where it doesn't matter what the prophet says. Everything is determined by what did God say? And everything else that we receive must align with what God has said to us. And I want to encourage you, if you get wisdom, if you get advice, get it from people who are living this thing out. Don't make the mistake of just doing whatever or refusing correction. But let's move into the place where God has called us to. The place of the fullness of joy, the place of peace, the place of protection, a place of love. That's my prayer for you. All right, we'll end here and I'll see you in the next episode. I love you. Don't forget to like, share, sign up for the email. You can look at the calendar. Do something. (laughs) Do something. I'll see you in the next episode. Let's get it.